Mother Masks by Andrew Hood. Three years in, the mother masks started to show their age. Mouths and eyes sagged, the colors dulled. Each mask took on an odor general to the material and specific to the wearer. One mother tried washing out their mask, but one whiff and their child knew something was wrong. What had become offensive to us was familiar to the children. The podgy redhead became standoffish and was removed. For our own well-being, none of us dared imagine where he was removed to. Though intolerant of washed masks, the children weren't bothered by cosmetic changes. Some mothers touched themselves up, revivifying sallow skin, reventilating hair that had been tugged out by growing grip strengths. Some went the extra mile to affix the drooping eye sockets to their own faces. At three, the children grabbed. The danger of exposure was becoming increasingly clear and present, so better attaching the masks made sense. Some suspected, though, that vanity was becoming as important as utility to some others. Under the guise of longevity, some mothers started keeping their masks on in the barracks, donning and shedding accelerated wear. It followed that those mothers who stayed masked also maintained the maternal personality they affected in the field. Years were passing. The children were needing less from us, getting more from one another. Our own sense of duty and worth became fragile. The unmasked sought out the masked for comfort. Passing single rooms, you'd see a face and a mask in bed together, the mask stroking, speaking in the soothing voices they had become adept at. The program didn't last long enough for the taboo of furthering this intimacy to ever be resolved. When a mask was found strangled dead in their room, mask torn, we assumed the unspeakable act was connected to other acts we still hadn't decided how to speak about. After 13 years, the program ended. The children were reintegrated. We watched them be approached by children born outside captivity, all feeling the stress of the meeting. There was some of us in those children, which made it all the more difficult to see them turned on, to see their insides brought outside, to see their flesh being torn as our masks might. In the observation theater, the horror and the failure registered on all our faces, except those in their mother masks. Their expressions remained unmoving and stoic as their children were disassembled. This episode of The Oddman's Tray was written by Andrew Hood and read by Chioki Ianson. Visit us online at oddmanstray.com to read the show notes or to submit your own stories up to 400 words long. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. 